0: This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lee.
1: Welcome to IA Forward. Today I want to talk about the work-life experience. Now, I don't like the term work-life balance because that creates this visual that you're supposed to spend 50% of your time on work and 50% of time on having fun and enjoying life. And most of us know that life does not work that way, especially as owners of an agency, owners of a business. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about how to find that experience that we desire.
0: One of the things that pops into my head first and foremost is that business owners, agency owners, you're not an eight to five guy. You may be open eight to five, nine to five, 30, whatever your hours of operation are, Hours of operation and work time aren't necessarily the same things, especially early on. And this can change. Hopefully it does change over time. But just understanding the foundational piece of office hours or operational hours and the time you put in to work aren't necessarily exactly the same or completely related.
1: I feel like I grew up as an adult in the radio industry, and the idea of working hours being eight to five is something that I I can't even fathom. Now, if you look up radio station hours, they're somewhere around 8.30 to 5.30-ish, but most of the work that I did were outside of those hours because those hours were when most everyone else in the world was working. And so I would do sales stuff during those hours and then on-air personality promotional stuff during all of the other hours. And there were times in my life that I only maybe got three or four hours a day to myself, if that. Doing that for over 20 years was not healthy for me. And I don't think it's healthy for anyone.
0: Probably isn't healthy to do it for lengthy amounts of time. Agreed, not healthy. And, and I immediately go to the basketball analogy. Basketball is this rhythm game where if you're doing a full court press and you full court press the entire game without changing personnel, those individuals are gassed. They can't catch their breath. You can't do that. It's a start stop game. I call basketball shape some of the best shape Ever. It's completely different than football, baseball, maybe soccer gets close.
1: That's what I was thinking. It sounds like soccer shape.
0: This is the analogy of that working environment that you talk about from the radio industry. It feels like a full court press for 20 years, which is not sustainable. That's the piece that I would start to persuade people to think about. Are you putting buffers in if you don't have some time to think within the business day? You have to intentionally build that in. You have to intentionally build in some after customer hours buffer, but you may have to go back to work on some things later. I see this happen depending on life cycle, where people are with kids and family and just things going on that happens as well. But I like to think about the term buffer as this start stop concept or flow to just be all out all the time just becomes unsustainable.
1: If you listen to our Christmas podcast, you may remember that one of the things that drives the cute boy crazy about our new home setup is the fact that we can hear each other talking. And so I try hard not to listen to his conversations and vice versa. But there was a conversation that I overheard yesterday that really stuck out to me. And one of his teammates said, there are a lot of working hours between Friday afternoon and Monday morning. My husband's response to that coming off a holiday weekend was, and there's even more working hours when there's a holiday weekend and you get an extra day off. And I've noticed an increase of stress in our household recently because of projects that he's working on and some major deadlines and there's millions of dollars on the line here and there's been more work stress in our household recently probably than in all of our marriage put together and we both understand this and we understand why and we've discussed it but it's one of those things that we both got our laptops out in the evening and we're doing more work in the evenings than we normally would as opposed to To spending focused time together. We've discussed it. We know this. We know that this is a season and we're working through that. But as business owners and people that think like business owners, agency owners, you have to know that is seasonal and not let it become the habit or it starts to affect everything at home. So is it a balance right now? No, but it's a chosen work-life experience that we're going through. So I have recognized that it's causing some stress. So we're doing some very specific things this weekend to try to offset that. We're going to go to a Mardi Gras ball that we hadn't really planned on going to, but we've decided we want that evening out together to get away from the office stuff.
0: Be specific around talking about marriage here and how to balance that and stresses at work. And one, Understanding each other and understanding what the other's commitment is a big deal and what has to happen. I get a little bit giddy around three-day weekends. Not because we're going to take a trip, but because it gives me more opportunity to create buffer. And I know I may have some catch-up things to do. Keep in mind that where we are today is way different than where we were five years ago. We are empty nesters. We travel a lot to see our kids for work, for lots of things. What might be, let's go to an event and have a date night. For us, it's let's stay home. We're not elderly, but you've seen these situations before where this elderly couple's out to dinner and they don't say a word and they eat dinner and They're as content and happy as they can be.
1: When they're passing the salt to each other without ever letting them know they need salt.
0: Correct. And it's a wonderful thing. And just being together is enough. They don't have to talk. That's what happens when we have that three-day weekend. And I work off and on when we're at home over the weekends. Now, what does that look like? It's 30 minutes here. It's an hour over here. Why is that okay? Because Julie's doing something else and we are literally within the same realm of each other. We are in the kitchen. We are in the living room. We're at the breakfast table. It just works. That is balance. That is not bad. And you as a spouse have to understand you can have this balance But as an agency owner, your work just looks different.
1: There is a delineation between servicing accounts and servicing your business. And that servicing accounts, servicing clients, there are times for that. We are not encouraging you to take that phone call from that client that calls you at 1130 at night to ask why their rate went up. That is not the kind of work we're talking about.
0: You have office hours. The mistake that independent agencies, captive agencies make this mistake because the carriers, their captive carriers push them to do this. The mistake is that you are trying to be comparable to a call center or you're trying to be comparable to that direct rider. That is not what's going to make you successful. Being available to this service thing at 11 p.m. or 7 p.m. I like the buffer of operational hours. That's probably a better way to say that. There are operational hours and then there are non-operational hours. If you are trying or have this thing in your mind that you have to do something to compare yourself to this 24-7 call center, you don't have to do that. There are plenty of customers who will respect The fact that you have operational hours. Do I have a problem with you spot checking email in the evenings? No, but you don't need to respond to it necessarily. You don't have to. Is there really anything that's happening at 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. at night, particularly in personal lines, that can't wait until 8.30 or 9 o'clock the next morning? I see this and I, again, this is one of those areas where I made the mistake and I thought everybody's doing it the world is changing. Everybody's moving to this anytime access. So I've got to do that. Guess what? We have tools for those simple requests. We have mobile-friendly sites and mobile-friendly access into our systems. Hopefully you're set up that way and people can grab an ID card. People can look up their policy. They can do all those things without calling you or emailing you. And that is something that You can train customers about if you find yourself in this spot where that's happening to you.
1: Integra hosts an exclusive conference every year for our independent agents that are in our partner network. And we always have a fantastic session with a panel of our most successful agents. And we try to do a mix of ages, of geographical areas, but a true mix of agents that are super successful. And the one thing that gets brought up every year without prompting is don't give your clients, your cell phone number, and don't do business with clients after hours. Set your operational hours and stick by them. Those are the two things that 10 out of 10 agents that are on that stage, every single one of them is going to tell the audience. Don't answer your phone after hours. Don't give out your cell phone. It never fails. I am going to have between 5, 8, 12 agents that are going to come up to me after that session. And those are going to be agents that want to be successful. They are the agents that want to be sitting on that stage, having other agents ask them questions. That is their desire. But those agents are going to come up to me and explain to me why that doesn't work for them. They have to answer their phone. They have to answer those emails. They have to be accessible 24-7. I just want to take them and shake them and say every single year, you're hearing the best agents say, this is how your business works. And every single year, you come up to me afterwards and explain to me why your business doesn't work that way. As a consultant in the media business, I used to go from market to market and help radio groups be successful. And one of the first things that I would always have a GM or a sales manager say to me was, our market's different. And I would just have this thing in my brain that would click and say your market is different just like everyone else's.
0: The new excuse is customers prefer to text. Agree. Customers like to text. I like texting as a tool. It's great. I tend to pay attention and not miss things by text that I might not catch in an email because email has become the old postal mail used to be where you got so much mail, you didn't pay attention to it. And now we've moved over to texting as the thing that catches your attention in the best way. There's no longer an excuse to say, I have to keep my cell phone and I have to make my cell phone available because my customers like to text me. No, you don't. Number one, your newer technology phone systems, voice over IP, cloud based phone systems, they will text. Your management system probably has a texting feature that you can add or that's already built in that you can text directly from inside your system which I advocate because it's an ENO thing you need to be able to capture those texts I believe if you take the ENO view of things it's another reason not to provide your cell phone for this idea that you have to receive and send text to your customers because that's what your customers want. Fine, but do the texting through your business number, do the texting through your system. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in an E&O nightmare because you forgot to do something that they texted to your phone at eight o'clock at night. And that's not where the E&O capture is going to be. And there's a loss control reason to not give your cell phone out. That is important to also get your head around when it comes to this idea about providing your cell phone. It used to be cool. Maybe some people think it's cool. Being busy is this false sense of importance. There's people out there. Where being busy, even if it's pointless busyness, makes people feel like they're important. Being the ultra busy person makes me want to turn and walk away. If you don't have time to have a conversation with me while I'm standing in front of you because you're too stinking busy, because your phone is rattling, because you have to answer that text right now, then let's just move on. I don't want to do business with you.
1: I want to clarify that we're not saying you can't do business from your cell phone. Obviously, that's not realistic in this day and time. What we're saying is make sure you have a business number that forwards to your cell phone that you can give out to your clients. That's the delineation we're talking about here. We're not saying you have to sit at your desk all day and be attached to a big black plastic phone. That's not at all. Do you even have a phone on your desk, Shane?
0: I do not. All of these business phones today, RingCentral, 3CX, all of them have apps that you download and you put on your phone and you sign in to your business system. Yes, it's on my phone. I use my phone. BYOD. Device. I go with D. -D. BYOD. Bring your own device. Okay. Now we have customer facing people who work almost exclusively and only during operational hours who prefer to still have a phone on their desk. But just about 100% of the time, those people choose to put the app on their personal device as well. We use that to update if we're out, we're sick, or we're on vacation, or whatever. We use it as an internal communication device so that people can say, I'm not in today because we're spread out. Three offices, five or six full-time remote people from home. We're not in a situation where we can see everybody sitting at their desk. We've adapted to using our phone system to give our status updates. That's just the tool we decided to use. I have zero use for a boxy or any kind of physical device. And it's wonderful. I can trace being better at having a clean desk back to eliminating my phone.
1: One of the stories from our past conference concerning cell phone use that I really liked was that we had a partner agent had a client call him that he talks to on a regular personal basis about a mutual hobby. And he actually made the guy hang up and call him back on his office line because they were talking business and not hobby. And I just remember thinking, wow, that's taking that to the next level.
0: That is next level stuff right there. I I don't know that I've ever done that. And I don't know that I could do that. But it, it is dividing that line and keeping yourself disciplined around that. Keeping those worlds divided and separated. And look, I'm for anything that's legal and not breaking the law.
1: I'm like, you know, it's not illegal. It's not immoral. Let's stay along those lines. Nothing that's going to get you in trouble with the Department of Insurance or the baby Jesus.
0: That's right. But I am for anything that helps you keep the balance between these worlds. Because here's the reality. People are afraid of their jobs, afraid of their bosses, whatever the scenario might be. And they're afraid they can't say no. All of those cliches and things that happen in corporate America. And the personal and business life has blurred. As an agency owner, business owner, your line is going to be blurry. I am for anything that helps you keep those lines more clear. It's never going to be perfect. It's okay to ebb and flow through this. Back to finishing my comment about being giddy about the three-day weekend or something like that. I use those days, unless we're out of town for some reason, and that happens occasionally. I use those days for think time, buffer time, catch-up time. It's okay if you do that. Don't feel bad, but don't go from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. on the holiday. What are you doing buffer that. My wife works from home three days a week. She works from the office two days a week. She's done this for years. When she's at home working, and understandably, she's not customer facing. She's commissions, accounting, she's back in She sets alarms and when she's working from home, she does an hour of work and then she does a break. And I know this is a little more difficult to do if you're working remotely and you're customer facing. So my agency owners that are solopreneurs or small, just starting out, a couple of people. I know this can be a little harder for you if you're working from home, but... I would encourage you if you're working Saturday, if you're working on that holiday, if you're extending that time beyond operational hours, set the buffer. I've heard of people, office closes, business closes at five. They've got things, kids, family time, they've got things going on and they come back and do an hour's work after the kids go to bed. I don't think that's terrible. That's actually balance. That's actually a good experience because you didn't miss family time. You didn't miss kids events. You did it. And you just need to go back and do this. And what's funny for me is I sleep better when I do that. If I've got something on my mind, I got to get it out or I'm not going to sleep. You might as well just pop open the laptop and get it done or whatever you need to do, whatever that happens to be. I went through this the other day.
1: We went through an acquisition recently with an agency, and the, the agency owner was very adamant that when taking on her clients, that we be available to them via cell phone 24-7. And we were really adamant that we weren't going to adjust we do business because this is what she had offered to her clients. And we had several conversations about this, but her former clients are still with us. They made the adjustments based on what we were able to provide. And maybe it's a need that we have of self-importance that, yes, we have got to be there for them or the world is going to fall apart. We're really not that important.
0: Wonderful agent. So happy for her. Her husband has started started a business a few years ago. It's grown like wildfire. She's joined him in the business and sold her agency. And she did an awesome job. And it was just what she wanted to do when she started her agency. She's a servant person. She's a servant leader. She has a servant's heart. So it's very natural to get into this. What we do, though, is it over time, and I am so guilty of this, we start thinking about our importance versus what important to the client. And it makes us feel better. If we do things that are beyond over and above, and sometimes that over and above, most of the time, that over and above, something else is getting sacrificed. There's only so much time in the day. Rest is important. What I would encourage people to keep in mind is if you find yourself down this path where you're not able to come up for air or you're working 15 hours a day or you're missing stuff that you shouldn't miss with family time with marriage relationship whatever it might be then you need to be able to understand that when you choose to make yourself available in the over and above in these crazy scenarios you're choosing to not make yourself available for something else there's a sacrifice going on somewhere that's important to keep in mind and and again learn by doing made the mistake early on in my kid's young life before I got my head straight. I missed some Saturday mornings. Now, I was in a spot where the technology wasn't there yet. I couldn't really work from home on Saturday mornings. And I missed some Saturday mornings for a little while. And when we were trying to get our business off the ground and get things where they needed to be. And I wish that I wouldn't have I'm glad the business worked. The question that I always have is, would the business have not have made it if I wouldn't have given those Saturday mornings? And the answer is the business would have probably been just fine. I would have started the big breakfast tradition earlier in my children's lives. I would have started that when they were two or three instead of when they were six. And no, it wasn't a long period of time, but it was enough to make me like, I'm doing this wrong. This has to change. I can't do this the same way. It got better. And that's the part I would encourage you to think about. And we have so many more opportunities today with technology where you can do that work on Saturday mornings and not miss the big breakfast or the kid's playtime or whatever it is that you have going on. It is easier right now for you to have this rhythm time because of remote technology.
1: I do want to caution you though when using that technology to be present. I've seen so many instances where the parents were at the ball game or at the dance recital or the dance competition or at the band performance and a kid does something absolutely phenomenal, they're so excited about. They look up in the stands and yeah, their parents there, but their parent's head is down looking at their phone. So make sure that if you're using that technology to be there, you're still present. The other side of this is also make sure that you know what you want your work-life balance, your work-life experience to actually look like. Put it on paper, put it in your computer, figure out your ideal, because if you don't take the time to do that, if you don't take the time to know what you want, then how are you going to ever figure out how to make it happen?
0: That's step one, maybe step zero. And it's okay to change that, but you got to figure out what you want. I also think that it's important that agents, especially young agents or agents young in their agency life in terms of starting an independent agency or being in the early one to three years of your independent agency, this sacrifice in your mind that you have to work like a dog constantly, there's some days where you're going to work like a dog. There's some weeks like you're, when you're going to work like a dog, but it's not going to make you more or less successful, or it's not going to make you survive and get to the tipping point of success To sacrifice your own personal time constantly. It's just not. You're still going to be successful. If you're good at this and you are going to be a success at this, it's not going to be because you gave up all that family time and you worked yourself to death. It actually works in the opposite way. When you give yourself some buffer, you re-energize yourself. It's like the phone's going to die unless you plug it in and recharge it. And it's the same thing for you and your brain.
1: I'm going to leave us today with this quote from Lisa Sugar. You have to balance your passions, not your time.
0: Attitude's a choice. Make a great one.
1: Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more
0: at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at iaforward.com.